talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> And then I'm talking <laughs> No, but wait, wait, I have something for him. Boom, you get shot down. Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast. Concentrate on the news. That's what we do. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong. Bad luck. It's oh, fucking bad, bad luck, luck, bro. Uh, all right. And, and uh, wow. Okay, sorry, Mose. I destroyed your Lego set. Um, all right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Weird History Tales Podcast. I am your host, Moses Sorry, and with me, as always, to my left, Archie. Yes, sir. And with me to my right, the fucking pool inside a goddamn whatever that fucking metaphor is, <laughs> my brother, Josh. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? Just, you know, get a more sturdier uh, Lego set, dude. I fucked that one up pretty bad, dude. So I turn around, reach over to grab... This little, what the fuck was it? Harry, Harry Potter, Potter, little Lego. Lego yeah, yeah. Pretty small. I it's grabbed tiny. it. Yeah. yeah. It felt sturdy and heavy. Yeah. So when I grabbed it, it fucking released. Came it broke into a million pieces. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a fucking 68 piece Lego set. Now it's like 140. <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting that shit back together. I don't even know where the goddamn fucking. I'm pretty sure that some of the pieces are lost forever now. Nah. There's somewhere in the shadow realm. We'll find them. But speaking we'll find of them. lost forever, I bet. Uh, that, that segue had nothing to do with what we're talking about today. <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about lost. I mean, not lost weapons. But today we're going to be talking about secret weapons or weird weapons or weird weapons that have been used or that were in thought to be created or like a James Bondish kind of episode when it yeah. comes to like secret weapons. Oh, yeah. You know, so the topic of today's episode was actually. You know, suggested to us by a listener, and mm-hmm. um, he goes on Instagram by Ortega727. He was like, I have an idea for an episode. Weird weapons like the gay bomb, you know, like weird, just weird weapons. And I was like, dude, yes, that's a fucking good-ass idea for an episode. You know, and thanks to him, or, um, yeah, thanks to him, so you could congratulate him or blame him for today's episode, depending Hell on yeah. how you... Depends you know, how good or how shitty yeah. this episode is. It's like, if this, this episode's good, congratulate him. If, if it's not, bad, then... Boo yeah. this man! Yeah. <laughs> Boo. If it's a good episode, you're welcome. Boo. If it's a bad episode, it's because of him. You know, it's his fault. It's a win-win for us. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get the blame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's face it. All of us, no matter of age, sex, or gender, have seen a James Bond movie where he just blows some shit up and we all have said, man, what I wouldn't do for a fucking cigarette rocket launcher. And that's a real thing. A, a cigarette, cigarette rocket, rocket launcher? launcher? It's a real a thing. cigarette? The rocket comes out of the cigarette. Yep. Nice. It comes out in the movie, you only live twice. Mm. Bro, that, that, that could be a horrible outcome. <laughs> backfire. It could backfire like a hey, motherfucker. Hey, fuck me up. <laughs> there goes his face. Well, today, we're going we're gonna to dive into the world of secret weapons. Where we're going to learn about everything from sun guns to acoustic kitties. Yes, sir. But up first, we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about something called the Bat Bomb. The Bat Bomb. And no, it's not what you're thinking. A bomb made out of bats who, after detonation, will swarm the surrounding area and drain the targets of their blood. It's not what the bat bomb is. Oh, it's not some fucking, what's his name, Jared Leto shit? Nope. And believe it or not, the bat bomb 
is even more ridiculous. Because what I'm talking about, when I say bat bombs, I'm talking about bomb-carrying bats. So let's go back to the 1940s. So before the atomic bomb was a thing, there was a little thing called Project X. A classified weapon system that was using Mexican free-tail bats from, the cave, from caves in Texas to create these bat bombs. These nocturnal rats that were almost drafted to assist the Marines during World War II. But sadly, it didn't really pan out given the time frame they had given Project X. So after the attack on Pearl Harbor, dental surgeon, dental surgeon, okay. Dr. Little S. Adams spoke to his good friend, Franklin D. fucking Roosevelt. That was his homie? That was his homie. Bro. To quote unquote, I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but you know, he's, he's you know, he's friends. He says something wrong. Uh -huh. The dentist, good friends with the president. And he was yeah. like, yo, why don't you just strap some fucking bombs onto some fucking bats? Just drop them over the shitty wooden cities of Japan. Just blow them the fuck up. And fucking Roosevelt was like, dude, that's a good ass fucking idea. He said, doctor, you're a genius. He said some quality shit there. Yep. Dabbed them up. So his They smoked out. That's it. And then they, that they were shit talking. That was a rat. They were talking, you know, boys on boys. You're talking some bullshit. And Roosevelt was like, you know what? You got something there. This motherfucker's a high. So his plan was that large containers full of bats would be parachuted out of flying bombers, and once it would reach a thousand feet, the containers would open and release the bats. The bats would then fly down and crawl into every nook and crevice of buildings and homes where their bombs would detonate and go boom. Japan would literally be up in flames. So Roosevelt started looking for bats, and in a cave in Texas, they found over 20 million bats just chilling in one cave. 20, 20 million, million bats. bats? So the so the Chemical Warfare Service and the National Defense Committee, you know, they got to working and developed two bombs. Each bomb burning between four to six minutes each. The bombs would be surgically attached to the bats by the loose skin on their chests. To ship the bats, they had to be cooled in ice cube trays at about 40 degrees to induce hibernations. Obviously, you're not going to keep bats alive or awake with bombs strapped on them or you can just bang into each other and just blow everybody up you know but unfortunately artificial cooling was still dog dick and wasn't really that good mm. and in those early in, in those days those early attempts once the bats would be put to sleep they just didn't wake up bro <laughs> just didn't wake up like alright fool time to go yeah you gotta freeze them and you know they just kind of freeze them Sure didn't kill him. So other problems included having the bats fly off and not descend properly or just fall down to earth. Since so they just strap on a bomb and the bats couldn't fly or they'll just, just wait, we'll just fucking, well, one reason or another, we'll just bring them back down to earth. During one test run, the bats set fire to the hangar where the people, where the scientists and everybody was looking at uh -huh. and the staff of a car general who had come to see the show. So everyone's like, hey, we're going to test out these bat bombs. Everyone, come on, look. Yeah, so yeah. they're at the hangar. They let loose these bats. The bats come back into the hangar and boom. Bro. But the ultimate problem was when female bats became pregnant. Because once they're pregnant, they don't they don't pay attention to the, to the male bats. And the male bats, they're fucking needy bitches. And without 
being, you know, when no attention, they don't eat. You know, they don't eat. They're not strong enough. So like, all right, we have a fucking problem. So it turns out that the bat bomb idea would only be a good idea for about five months out of the whole year. So like, God damn, this is getting trickier and trickier. The more we fucking pan this shit out. That plan sounds horrible and Bro, shitty. It, it sounds like it sounds like a lot of work. They, it sounds like they didn't even take a lot of fucking research on what bats actually. Well, do. you know, I mean, defining now as a, as a potential yeah, yeah, surgeon yeah, yeah. didn't give out much details. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what who, you get when you listen. Who thought, yeah, who would have thought would have been so hard? Who, who would have thought that an idea from a fucking dentist wouldn't have panned out? You know what I mean? It's like motherfuckers. Full scale tests were then planned for August of 1944. And the use of bat bombs against Japan. If all went well, which didn't. Because the government canceled the bat bomb operation because the bats couldn't be available immediately. They're like, all right, we're going to do a full scale test. Let's do this. And they're like, oh, we can't do it right now. Bats aren't into it right now. Female bats are pregnant. You know, these dudes are weak as fuck now. So they're like, like, God damn it. So they just ended up scrapping the whole thing. You know, but the bombs each weighed one ounce. And they were capable of giving off a 22-inch flame for a period of eight minutes. So yeah. once the bomb would go off, they'll just, you know, I'm back. To, you know, they're just. It was basically just a fucking fire that was going off for like 10 minutes. A little fireball. Damn. So the bat, strong, powerful flyer, capable of carrying twice its weight. Adams also learned from a park naturalist that the Mexican freetail bat. Often inhabited homes, houses, buildings, and bridges, as well as caves, which is why they wanted this specific type of bat. Mm. Like this bat doesn't just go up on trees; they'll specifically go and look at for homes and buildings and bridges. So they're like, yeah, let's strap these fucking bombs to these goddamn bats. These bats are gonna fucking blow up the whole fucking country of Japan. And um, Project X-ray or Project X was giving top priority. It was giving, it was top priority by the military. It was like, this is what we got to do. This is what's going to fucking win us the war. The bats. The bats. Because they termed the bat bomb concept the greatest weapon to ever be dropped from an airplane. Hmm. Like, dude, this is such a fucking good ass idea. This is going to be the greatest shit that's going to come down out of a fucking airplane. <laughs> here comes fat boy. So then during, you know, during the, so during, you know, their full test, full scale test, before it was canceled, the army, they sent a team of photographs to the Carlsbad airfield where field tests were being conducted. Several dormant bats, which they called the bat battalion. Oh, that's uh, a sick yeah. Yeah. Sure the name was like, bro, we got to do it because of the, the fucking bat name. battalion. So the bats that were kept cold with dry ice until they were ready for action. So several of these bats, they were removed from a cold storage room, armed with real bombs, and placed in the sun to be photographed. But when the bats warmed up enough, they just flew away with the arm, with the bombs still strapped on them. Uh, they, they don't know where the fuck they what went. What the fuck? This, what does it like self detonate or no? They, they had to detonate. They had to click. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. That, yeah. okay. But still, so the bombs could just... Somewhere in Texas, a bomb landed in someone's house. A bat with a bomb landed in someone's house. And yep. they never fucking noticed. Damn. So despite the best efforts of the military, the bats were gone. 
Meanwhile, a portion of the Carlsbad, of the Carlsbad base and the building housing Adam's records, they were destroyed in the fiery blaze from these bat bombers. So while they were trying to do tests, all their plans and everything was in this building that blew up because of these fucking bat bombs. The bats flew away and they came back and they just blew up the hangar. The hangar that housed all their plans, that housed every fucking thing. So in October of 1944, Project X-Ray was officially terminated. Uh, Project X was officially terminated by military brass in Washington. Adams, the, the dentist, speculated that Project X was killed because the atomic bomb had been developed before the bats could be used against an enemy city or fortification. So he's like, if it wasn't for that goddamn atomic bomb, my bat battalion would have been the greatest thing in fucking military history. Humble yourself, bro. He was he was mad, bro. I mean, the, <laughs> even the military thought they this is gonna be the greatest thing to drop out of a fucking airplane, for, out of a fucking bomber. And you know, go to our Instagram, Queer History, you can tell us pod if you want to see a picture of these bat of these bomb strapped bats. Hell yeah. Yeah, well, imagine how like it psychological sick. damage yeah, it yeah. will do, right? You see something falling, like, oh, it's a bomb, and then it slows down right before it hits, and then you see a fucking explosion of just Fire bats, flying things coming yeah. down everywhere, and then raining fire all around. That, bats, that, bats that, are crazy. fucking scary already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like, he's gonna suck my blood and blow up my house. <laughs> For real. All right, let me tell you guys a little story. Right? Am I gonna cry? I hope not. Because people were complaining about your goddamn creepypasta story. Who, who complained about it, bro? Oh, your it goddamn was, creepypasta no, story. The one that opened no. the last episode. Wasn't that sad, bro? You good? Louis. Don't point at me like that. Yeah, Louis, You're so aggressive right now with your fucking fingers, dude. Louis specifically told me to tell you to fuck you. He said, <laughs> fuck you. Whoa. Well, he Wait, said, which way? Louis said, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> okay. So fuck okay. you. All right. That's to tell you, fuck you. Okay. Okay. All right. If you guys, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, tell me you're welcome. Go listen to our latest, to our last episode, creepy to our last creepy pasta episode, right. and the first story is the one we're talking about. That's fucking tear jerker. I texted Hello. you the next day after you I did. uploaded it. I was yeah. like, bro, this shit bummed me out again. <laughs> That's true. It was sad. It was sad. But anyways, back to my little story. Sad Boys Club. Go. Yeah. The year is 1978. And Georgi Markov was on his way to work at the BBC in London when he felt a sharp sting on his thigh. Oh, hmm. shit. Behind, behind him, he saw a man picking up an umbrella. The man, who spoke with a foreign accent, apologized and hurried into a cab that whisked him away. That night, Markov came down with a fever. Four days later, he was dead from poisoning. Holy shit. A medical examiner found a tiny pellet less than two millimeters in diameter in his leg. Markov, a dissident novelist who had, de- who had defected from Bulgaria, had been assassinated. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Based on the details he remembered before he died, investigators developed a theory of how he had been shot. That umbrella, they thought, was not just a normal umbrella but one that had been transformed 
into an umbrella gun. Nice. Da -da 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 -da. So that's what I'm. T that's gonna be gun number two. It, it, or oh, weapon number two, the umbrella yeah. gun. Am I a piece of shit for thinking about Kingsman and not 007? Kingsman is the I most. Just, I heard a yeah. foreign accent and then umbrella. Kingsman came straight to my mind. Then it was 007. The first thing that comes to my mind when I think about Kingsman is when Homeboy steps on the bomb. Oh. Uh, and yeah. that, that wait, the, the most, second movie? Yeah, the most yeah. iconic fucking. It was sad. Shit, it was sad boy. That's a real tearjerker. <laughs> Did you fuck with the movies? To me, when I think of an umbrella gun, I think of the penguin. Okay. Ah, okay, hey. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that fat yeah. fuck. Yeah. So, you know, umbrella guns are by no means the only type of disguised weapons. Yeah. Man has attempted to disguise firearms with just about everything you can possibly imagine. Fucking everything. Says David H. Fink, a collector in Georgia who has written about disguised guns for the American Society of Arms Collectors. Guns have been hidden in pillboxes. Scribes casings, flutes, a pencil, Pepsi cans. There have even been pocket watch guns, ring guns, bike pump guns, lipstick guns. You name it, it's been turned into a fucking gun. Fucking gun. But when it comes to the goddamn imagination of the coolest spy gun to have, next to or right behind the golden gun, the umbrella gun is almost always at the top of that list when it comes to secret 007 secret agent weapons that you would want to the golden gun because of the goddamn golden eye gun because of the golden eye game yeah yeah or the umbrella gun like that. what's worse what how what's gonna make you feel more like a spy than that goddamn umbrella gun the laser watch yeah no. that's a gun it's a laser laser gun I guess yeah. Man, yeah. Fuck yeah. but it but if I'm just if, saying, it's, if it's hot as fuck bro actually no some people have umbrellas when it's hot never mind there goes my theory. <laughs> Wait, what was your theory? I was going to say, like, well, if, if this motherfucker is walking around with an umbrella when it's freaking hot as fuck, you're going to think, all right, this motherfucker sus. Or but also, there's some people that just have an umbrella when it's hot as fuck. Because they're sensitive to you. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Even if it's raining, if I see a guy with an umbrella, I'm like, you sus, bro. Just take the, just, just get, just put on a hoodie, bro. Like, what the fuck? You take the L. Dramatic, bro. <laughs> dramatic. Dang, how paranoid are you, Moses? These motherfuckers got shot with an umbrella gun, bro. Nobody's safe. <laughs> That's true. So the people thought point, he was like. Point. People told him, "Hey, don't worry about it, bro." Damn. And he got shot. He was yeah. He wasn't worried about it. And what happened? Dead. Moses <laughs> <laughs> stays worried. Yeah, bro. You ain't got to get ready if you stay ready. You know. So the umbrella gun was invented in the 19th century as a variant Damn. of the more popular cane gun at the time. Oh, true, oh. true, true. First patented in 1823, cane guns were relatively, you know, just simple weapons. Disguised to look like a fucking walking cane, a, which was a gentleman's weapon. The umbrella gun took the same idea and applied it to another personal item, which is, you know, the umbrella. Mm -hmm. So the earliest example of an umbrella gun may be one in Fink's collection, dated to 1860. The umbrella was made in London and marked Armstrong, British make. And the shaft of the umbrella was actually a rifle. Nice. So in the first part of the 20th century, umbrella guns, they were dick, basura, caca. Dick or dog dick? Dog dick. Damn. That's in pretty bad. That's pretty bad. In, 19, in, in 1917, popular science described a toy, a toy gun for the pacifists that would shoot an umbrella instead of a bullet. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a gun that would shoot. Someone, taught, someone said, oh, an umbrella gun. They're like, oh, what, a gun that shoots umbrellas? umbrellas? 
I need an umbrella. <laughs> that's a cool. fucking. That's a that's a Mary Poppins. That's a Mary Poppins gun right there. <laughs> I think about what's freaking what's his name? Y- Yangu y- Yamu from uh, Yandu. Yandu. I'm Mary Poppins. I'm y'all. Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Iconic. And in 1928, popular mechanics described how to turn an old umbrella into a spring gun. A spring gun. But the most famous user of the umbrella gun up until the 1970s was the Penguin. Hell yeah. The portly supervillain of the Batman comics. So in his, fir- so in his first appearance in 1941, the Penguin carried an umbrella with a hollow shaft, which he used to steal art. And Batman soon discovers that his enemy has a giant collection of inventive umbrellas. So, in the early comics, Penguin umbrellas—that was his thing. He would have—he fucks with umbrellas. That was that was his—he was—he 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 was, he was, he was the umbrella guy. He's like yeah. fuck laser watches, fuck uh, uh, that, lipstick bullets. That's as that's as iconic as Batman's fucking belt. Yeah, he had a machine gun umbrella. That's true. He had a flamethrower um, umbrella. He had a poison gas umbrella. He, he, he had oh, an umbrella fuck. for everything. The only umbrella he didn't have was the one for rain. Damn. So he was always <laughs> wet. <laughs> the cold never bought me any. In the 1960s, though, the American, Intelli- Ag- American intelligence agencies were developing real-life versions of the Penguin's sneaky weapons. And the CIA reportedly created a stun gun umbrella that would shoot poison darts from its tips. Similar to the umbrella that was used to assassinate, to assassinate Markov. That umbrella, sometimes called the Bulgarian umbrella, may not have been technically been a gun. It didn't work by setting off gunpowder. You know, it was just a tiny pellet that killed Markov that might have been stabbed into his leg using compressed air, a hypodermic needle, or just another injecting device. So it wasn't really a gun, but, you know, still, that's what ended up killing him. The gun itself was likely designed... The gun itself, the thing itself was that was likely designed by the KGB for Bulgaria's secret service. Mm-hmm. So after the umbrella murder became famous, the umbrella gun enjoyed a bit of a renaissance in the lexicon of the world. One theory about president about president um, Kennedy's assassination centers centers around an umbrella gun. In 1985, a company called J. Wilson built a very classy model of an umbrella gun. On television and in film, the umbrella gun became a more common murder weapon and spy tool. Most recently, Colin Firth was equipped with a multifunction umbrella gun in the 2015 movie Kingsman. Oh, the Secret Service, which was you know an homage to the umbrella wielded by super spy John Steed in the Avengers, which had a sword hidden inside, and at least once it had a poison gas. But still, like that was the most recent when I when we're thinking when I was thinking literally when I was thinking of. Like, where is it being used right now? The first thing I thought, it? literally, the first thing I thought of was, the f- every time I think of a brelly gun, I always think of the penguin. I don't Damn. know why. And then immediately right after it was Kingsman. It was Kingsman. Mm-hmm. But outside of Gotham, umbrella guns are still relatively rare. Although in 2014, a man in Seattle was charged with using a rifle that was stuffed into the sleeve of a Nike Golf umbrella. That's the, that's the modern uh, hype beast weapon. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. Did you guys 
As children, ever get a chance to use a hand mirror to burn hundreds of ants alive when concentrating a beam of sun onto them? Not a hand mirror, but a freaking uh, magnifying glass. I've never done that shit. Actually works, bro. Yeah? I even put it on my friend's skin. He's like, ah, shit burns. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, let me fucking try it on you. And that shit fucking burns. All right, well, you learned. I well, learned. What did you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, fuck. Well, did you guys know that during World War II, the Nazis had that same idea, but on a global scale. And these crazy dickheads called it their space mirror, which was AKA the sun gun. So the Nazis during World War II, that's perfect timing. They planned and worked <laughs> on building a sun gun, which is a big mirror orbiting the Earth that could concentrate the sun's energy into a single beam. They hoped it would burn anyone and everything in its sights. The Third Reich was at the forefront of many incredible scientific feats, even though I'm not going to give them credit for it. You know, fuck them. For example, Fritz X is often considered the first type of smart bomb ever, which was created by the Nazis. This weapon was radio guided and could carry up to 700 pounds of explosives dropped from a bomber at an altitude of about 20,000 feet. It was well out of reach out of any anti-aircraft weaponry at the time, and it could hit targets like warships with a pinpoint accuracy. This bomb was used to lethal effect in World War II and the sinking of a few important warships like the HMS, HMS War Spy, the HMS Spartan, and the hospital ship HMHS Newfoundland, just to name a few. Another devastatingly effective weapon that saw action, although late in the war, came in the guise of the 163 Comet. So this airplane was the first rocket-propelled plane. It could reach speeds of over 700 miles per hour. That's just slightly shy of the sound barrier at about 767 miles per hour. But despite all of the technological advancement, this plane was a crock of shit because it only had enough fuel to travel 20 miles. Damn. <laughs> and then it was gone. So it had to be used at a specific spot. Like it's only uses were for like specific, like close, whatever the fuck they needed to use it for. 20 miles, that ain't shit ain't for shit. a plane. That's like what, not even a minute? That's, a That's takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. They got lined immediately for it. And then we have the Flettner F1. 282, which was the first mass-produced helicopter ever built, with prototypes taking off as early as 1941. These motherfuckers had helicopters in 1941. Wait, how old is? I thought it was older than that. When I when I think of I don't when you think of World War II, you don't think of helicopters, do you? I I mean. Yeah. That's what they're jumping off with fucking parachutes out of out of fucking everything. How old are helicopters? That's that. That's another episode. It's gonna be the, the helicopter episode. So, however, despite the fanfare, despite everyone giving them credit, like, oh, you guys have helicopters, whatever, they only built twenty-four. 
Only twenty. They were only they were only able to build twenty four because the Allies said, "Hold, they're building some shit there. Let's blow it the fuck up." And then boom, just, boom, gone. Factory gone. Damn. Nazis are like fuck. So history has shown us that Nazis, they were pretty resourceful for being a bunch of stupid, backwards thinking dickheads. So it is highly possible that they planned something of the magnitude and scale of the sun gun. If you believe, if you believe a Life magazine article which was published in 1945, it is reported that the U.S. Army technology experts came up with the astonishing fact that German scientists they were seriously planning on building a sun gun. It was a <clears throat> legit. It was something they talked about. It was a legit thing they were like planning to. Out. Everything was out. That they were going to build. Damn. Well, in theory, it's you, know, you have unlimited resource of energy, yeah, essentially. Right. So, yeah. so the colossal mirror in space was, the po- was supposed to focus the sun's ray on a focal point on the Earth's surface. The Germans hoped to use such a mirror to burn an enemy city to ashes or to boil a part of the ocean. What? Imagine your enemies coming through with a sh- bunch of ships. Oh, yeah, they're, they're in the Atlantic Ocean. Sun gun. Sun gun them bitches. And now they're just fucking... They're just... Melting. Yeah. That's horrible. That's scary, that's scary that's shit. That's scary, bro. You know, so the initial... Would you catch idea, fire or will you, will you melt? What do you think? I'm pretty sure you... The, the, the steel will probably won't melt, but it'll probably get so hot that it'll burn your feet. And the only thing you want to do is jump off the boat, but you just jump jumping onto boiling water. That's true. Yeah, and then, like, how focused is it going to be? It depends, I guess, how big the fucking stun and the fucking space mirror is. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't matter if it if it's big enough, if it boils the ocean, at least a few miles of an ocean. It's a bunch of noise. So, you know, the initial idea came from the renowned... So, the initial idea came from the renowned rocket scientist, Herman Oberth. Not from a dentist? That's weird. Not dentist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In 19, well, cause, well, this one actually was, you know, I guess, no, you're right. <laughs> you know, so, like, so, so, so he came up with the idea in 1923. So over a kilometer in diameter, powered by the heat of the sun, this super cannon in space was to set fire to large swaths of enemy, of enemy territory on the, on the earth below, being able to vaporize entire cities. Hell yeah. Jeez. The Germans even went so far as to set a budget. For this fucking thing. Furthermore, Oberth calculated that it would take them 15 years to construct the massive mirror in the sky. The building material would be brought up into space with rockets and then mounted onto the superstructure. So the original idea of using a gargantuan mirror in space was to supply the Earth with sunshine anywhere on the globe. That was the original idea, right? 1923 is like, you know what? What if I put a mirror in space? And let's say something's happening, whatever, it's cold, whatever. We'll just point at it at that spot. And then, you know, heat it up. We'll just heat it up. But then, you know, Albert became a fucking piece of shit Nazi. And he's like, you know what? This is the ultimate fucking weapon. My space mirror, he wrote. It's like the hand mirror that schoolboy used to flash circles of sunlight on the ceiling of the classroom. A sudden beam flashed on the teacher's face may bring unpleasant reactions. So Hermann Albert was he was you know he was a German physicist and engineer. 
born in the Austro-Hungarian Empire, he is regarded as one of the founding fathers of rocket science and astronautics. Fuck him, though. He was only 14 years old when he made his first rocket model. It's probably a piece of shit model anyways. During the Nazi period, he was said to have been involved in the development of the V-2 rocket. Oh, shit. After the war, he worked under his former student, Warner Van Braun, who developed space rockets for NASA and had previously researched for the Nazis. That's another piece of fucking shit. Oberth retired in 1962 at the, at the age of 68. So the victorious allies discovered the plans for the solar moon cannon or for the solar cannon in 1945. Detailed research revealed that the super mirror weapon was supposed to orbit the Earth at a distance of 22,000 miles away from the Earth's from the Earth's surface. That's how close this fucking thing was supposed to be to Earth. It's fucking Earth. So a crew, so a crewed space station with docking units for supply rockets oxygen generating hydroponic gardens and solar power generators was going to form a part of the space mirror the allies were astounded by the scale and detailed nature of the plans they're like these motherfuckers were really serious they fucking thought of goddamn they thought of having ports they thought of having gardens they're gonna have living stations you motherfuckers were they were literally literally thinking about doing this shit However, throughout history, Nazis were not the only ones trying to harness the power of the sun, and they went first. In 1999, Russia unveiled a plan to use a mirror to reflect the sun to, to the ground during the winter. So Russia wanted to use the same thing. They're like, it's cold over here. What if we throw a mirror and point it at our ground, and yeah. then it'll just melt the snow, and, we'd go, and we're Gucci. So the Nazis weren't the only ones that thought of it, but they went to first either. Because even the ancient Greek scientist Archimedes, he said to have defended the city of Syracuse with giant sun mirrors with which he said to have burned the Roman fleets. So he did the same thing. So that, I guess that when they were coming, he just had giant yeah. mirrors propped up. Yeah. And like, fire! Like, literally. And just a bunch of fucking lasers were pointing. Imagine being a fucking Roman soldier during then. How do you explain a laser? Well, a light hit you and you got fucking set on fire? Yep. <laughs> You're not going to believe what happened, dude. Hey, hey bro. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> so, no schematics, quote-unquote, survived to show how the Nazis built ah, the mirror. Convenient right, well, enough. We, we just know that we just know they wanted to do it. We just... we I put it in my pocket... But jacket pocket, I got hot. I left the jacket in the Jeep. I don't know. Someone took the Jeep. I don't know where that jacket is. You know, it's lost forever. It's one, you know, it's fucking one the, of those things. The dentist got it. The fucking dentist. Fucking dentist, bro. So no schematics survived to show how the Nazis might have built the mirror. But Life magazine, which wrote an article detailing the Nazi sun gun in the 1945 issue, like I mentioned earlier, suggests it would arrive in space pre-assembled. A small crew could possibly live inside the mirror where they would breathe air produced by thousands of pumpkin plants and wear shoes sold with magnets to combat the lack of gravity. A helmet would be mandatory, you know, to protect against forgetful crashes into the ceiling. It's like many of James Bond's weapons. The best ones never really make it out onto the field. Instead, they make cameos in the background much like the sun gun and the bat bomb. 
cool ideas that would have changed the world in the most Looney Tunes of ways. And the funny part is, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing that World War II wasn't fought with bat bombs and sun guns. What I do know is, if somebody with an umbrella starts pointing at you, you better watch the fuck out. Well, as you already heard, humans are no strangers to trial and error. Nope. We are curious species who in some shape, way, or form have always asked ourselves, what if? Like, what if we drink this concoction, for example? What if we try throwing hands with the polar bear? What if I stick this goddamn paperclip inside that, inside that wall thing where you connect things? I'm gonna give the you five wall? minutes. I'm gonna give you five Outlet. minutes. Oh my okay. god! See, I, was, I wasn't ready. I was, I was ready. I was for five was minutes to see if you can figure it out. Well, my last one was gonna be ridiculous, but that's just more ridiculous. I thought, what? What if you try eating Taco Bell again? That's just fucking ridiculous. Bro. What? No one's gonna hear it. I'm gonna edit it out. What do you mean? <laughs> that wall thing. I am God. <laughs> I can erase all of my mistakes. Are you sure you haven't been shot by a fucking umbrella? You can't edit these right here. You can't edit the actual, you know. So so, so you better hope she didn't cat captured that, but she got everything. Everything's been cat cat. Zoomed in too. True. True. 4K. 4K. Just fucking 4K. (laughs) You felt the zoom in your face already. Yep. I felt the sunbeam. Yep. We got a mirror right behind here. So trying to satisfy our need for a result, whether it be worth it or fatal, this need is always worth the attempt. Mm. Now, for my cat lovers out there, this part of my segment is for you. So, fellas, I have cats. I know y'all have experience with having cats. Your dogs hate cats. At least Luna does. For some odd reason. With the experience that you have with cats, are they trainable? Do you feel like you could train a cat? Like you could train a dog? I'm, yeah, I've seen some videos on social media where it's like this cat will dab up his fucking, his owner every time he passes. Okay. Like okay. the cat's standing there, dude does this, yeah, and the cat's like, like, all right, what's up? Boom. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You that's know, true. so every that. time it didn't foul. I was like, all right, I, seen that. I guess, sir. I have a better chance of probably creating a bat bomb than I do of training a cat. <laughs> you, you think so? Bro, uh, I'm, I, I feel the same way. <laughs> you know, they're, they're beautiful animals, but I consider cats to be highly independent sure you could train some commands to the cats to follow but there's a reason why cats are not part of the police or of some sort of service animal cats are selfish fucking animals and that's not necessarily a bad thing but after this experiment the cia further confirmed this part of cat behavior as well so in the 1960s the cia experimented with having cats as their spies the project was called Operation Acoustic Kitty. And the reason why it was called Acoustic Kitty was because they implanted cats with a microphone in their ear and a radio transmitter in their skull. It's This allowed the CIA to hear what the cats were hearing as well as track their every movement. Now on paper, this might sound like an interesting idea, but to have a feline walk amongst enemies undetected. No one would ever suspect that a stray cat would be an undercover spy. Now, the CIA spent $10 million designing, operating, and testing Operation Acoustic Kitty. After years of testing this out, 
it was their first official attempt that was actually ultimately a flop. The CIA staffers drove the Custa Kitty to a local park to be instructed to spy on two men sitting on a bench. Now instead, the cat wandered onto incoming traffic and was run over by a taxi. Damn! Bro, imagine being that guy. You grew up, you're like, you know what? I want to be a cop. You become a cop. You move up to detective. And you know what? I'm going to try to become a CIA agent. I want to do good for the country. Yep. I want I want to serve my country. You do everything you need to do. You take the courses. You take the tests. You do a bunch of shit. You become a CIA agent. And they tell you, all right, your first mission, you got to try to get us these cats to become spies. Now go. Is that a, would you be? I'll be mad as fuck. Right? I'm, I'm punching someone in the dick. First, I'll be like, is this a joke? Like, oh, no. I get that because I'm the new guy. Oh, you, uh, you got me. Got me. I'm son, a pussy. Uh, okay. <laughs> son, we're dedicating $10 million worth of our resources toward this. Don't let us down. Fuck, you're serious. You know what a cat actually does, right? So, oh. you're, so, you're paying, so you want me to try to get cats to listen for you? <laughs> have, you cat, times? have you had a cat before? Sir, for $10 million, I'll probably be able to get to the moon myself <laughs> and plant a CIA branch. That'll be easier than training this fucking goddamn cat. Have you guys tried you. training your cats? Any uh, any little, like, like little, I don't want to say commands, but. Um, she, she does a call to them. Oh, you meow to your cats? Yeah. Can you meow right now? Yo, have you well, meowed? No, I, I tried, but they don't fucking listen to me. Nah, nah, hell. They laugh at you. I was just like, I tried, but then I wanted to bully myself after. <laughs> you meowed, and they went to the litter box, took a shit. No, I, they started I, climbing the walls, just scratching everything. Yo, bro. Now they'll, they'll, they'll like listen more to the, the like fucking sound. Well, because it's fucking yeah, high pitch. Because they're like, what the fuck? But the, it'll just be a reaction. That's it. Who the fuck? It's not a, it's not a command. It's a reaction. You're yeah. Gonna, you're you're going to meow one day and the cats are going to start walking on the two legs. You're like, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> what the fuck happened? These are these goddamn CIA cats. <laughs> I just woke up fucking. <laughs> they go up on their hind lens and they're like, it's fucking time. Damn. I'm punting the fuck out of that. Mo- <laughs> if, it, my, if I own the cat, that fucker turns the ball. T- Boop. He's out. <laughs> he is out. You got me fucked up. What, yeah. what was that movie? Uh, Cannon, no, um, there was a spy movie, Dogs Against Cats. Uh, this was yeah, spy, it was Spy Cats, yeah, Spy Dogs. No, no, no. What no, the no. fuck it was, was it called? It was Dogs vs. Cats or Cats vs. Dogs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I Have remember you seen that, that movie? movie. Hell yeah. This yeah. is ridiculous as fuck. Dumb as fuck. But low-key, everyone thought about the same thing. And when the movie came out, they're like, I knew this shit was real. I knew my dog could fucking listen. I goddamn <laughs> knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> and of course, the dogs were the, the, the goods. The, the, the good people and the cats were the fucking evil shit. Right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Fucking terrorists. You could tell that fucking movie was filmed by a dog person. Well, yeah, because cat people are fucking going. I have nothing, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm on <laughs> E today. I'm on E today. Continue. We'll, we'll come back, back to you in five minutes. Well, back to the drawing board, they fucking went. And after continuing testing, they realized they're going to have a difficult time training cats. No fucking shit. Man. After 10 mil, they're like, uh. yeah, yeah. 
And so not, not a dentist, but an actual surgeon who was part of the operation named Emily Athens. Still a doctor. What the fuck doctor know about goddamn training cats or fucking... Well, they're the ones implanting bomb. the fucking shit. I mean, just because just cause you know how to put the battery in the phone doesn't mean you know how the fucking phone works. Yeah, but the fucking dentist literally just gave an idea. Yeah, but it was the greatest idea that the military had at that time. This was World War II. <laughs> Dumbass. They were still inventing... Uh, the, the, Look, man. Well, just you said you're on E. <laughs> Shut well, the I, fuck up. So, so homegirl came out to say that their final experimentation of trained cats was that the program was far too impractical for their highly specialized needs, and ultimately scrapped operation because the kid. Like, like, like they genuinely no one probably in that field ever owned a cat, nope. or even like. It, it, they just thought it's a fucking genius idea to have an animal that no one would suspect would be a spy to fucking spy. Why don't they just do it with crows? Crows remember faces. Oh, they That's do. true. They do be do. What? They do be do? Do we do? Do we do? What the fuck? Yeah. like that. Yeah. But anyways, so that. Do fucking do cat fucker. Fucking cat. <laughs> it took them $10 million to figure out, yeah, we can't train them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck these cats. True. True. The next, the next one. Fuck! I swear, sometimes I feel that humans were a lot more creative back in the day compared to now because the next weapon makes you wonder how the hell was that even thought of in the first place. Now the weapon I'm referencing is called the man catcher, and this man catcher. Man catcher. Is that what Sony used to get you? Got you, bitch. Yeah. You had, folded with she, chips and she a gettery drink? She had a box with a stick, and underneath the box was chips, <laughs> a six-pack, and a Game Boy. She's like, ooh. I go, I go in, she's like, fucking now. There were some new balances in there. He's like, is that a ooh. new balances? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's how I got into the face, bro. Well, you got trapped in there. Trapped. <laughs> I mean, I bought some new balances off of you, so I'm in there, too. <laughs> yeah. That's how I got Joe ass, too. So... The weapon was first found in Europe in the 18th century. It looks a lot like a bug catcher net, like the one that you would see those bug trainers in Pokemon. But on the opposite end of the <laughs> those pole, losers? Yeah, those fucking losers. The bug trainers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking trash. Literally the first opponent you, you go for. So on the opposite end of the pole, though, there's a circular metal ring with a large, well, with large metal spikes pointing inwards towards each other. Instead of And instead of catching Pokemon... You you be catching mans. That's the difference. Catching mans. Catching catching mans. So also on the end of the circular ring was an opening with these kind of like springing doors or flaps that I guess would be used um, that were big enough to hold someone and and uh, grab them or basically capture capture them by their waist. So it's like this fucking. It almost looks like a pitchfork kind of thing. So it's here, yeah, and then circular. And it's circular with, with fucking things. spikes pointing in, and at the end there's these like little contraption door flaps. Okay. That I guess would open one way, and once they catch you, like that's it, you're grabbed onto it. Yeah. And apparently, this weapon was used pretty often. It was predominantly used to capture people from their horses. What well, to capture the Tasmanian de- the Tasmanian devil? Yeah. Looney Tunes ass yeah, motherfucker. Looney Some Tunes. goofy ass yeah, motherfucker. Goofy ass fucking I had weapon. acne on the side. Yeah. Acne. <laughs> so the spikes were extremely sharp and just large enough to poke the capture or the fucking victim. 
to jump off the horse in order to avoid sustaining lethal injuries. And the spring door would open just wide enough for the person to be captured and prevent them from escaping. The pole was also just long enough that you were at a safe distance from the captured person. Not only that though, the weapons were also commonly used by thieves in order to capture rich noblemen for ransom. So, Got him, bitch. So it was used by everyone. What happened? Why, why, why did, they, did, they, did they get discontinued? Again. So there's a similar but deadlier weapon that was also common in Japan during the Endo period. Police officers used these three types of weapons. It was the Sorogami, the Tsukubu, and then another one that I'll mention in a bit. But instead of capturing the victim, the police at the time would just use these weapons to pin them down and refrain them from moving. These just look deadlier though. Because it almost looked like a fucking claw at the end. The it was claw. sharp as fuck. And like it looked like they used them to like put them on top of their faces. To like hold them down from their head or something like that. But like the ends were spiky as fuck. So it's you could literally puncture someone in. Or like puncture their head or some shit if you don't aim it right. Someone with a big ass head tries to get caught. You stab him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn. I'm supposed to get this guy for ransom. Not again. I can't use it. He tied that shit to 6-1 of the day. <laughs> Marks it up. Like, God, this goddamn town is a bunch of fucking coneheads. Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> so the, the modern form of the man catcher is actually still used to this day in some places in Japan chi and China by security guards and policemen in schools, airports, and even businesses. And this is the third iteration of this weapon that I was talking about in earlier. Schools and business places. Yep. The fuck? You know, for sure they would have used it on us if they had him here. Yep, yep, yep. And it was called the, the <laughs> sas Sasumata. And it's basically a long metal pole. With a, excuse me, with a U-shaped end, almost like a pitchfork, but the ends were dull and were covered by these kind of like rubber tips. It's more of a defensive weapon that's primarily used to keep distance from yourself and the enemy. So there's a, a, a training video that apparently is posted up on YouTube, and like it looks like a fucking toy, but just long. And it's just like this U-shape. It's a pole with a U-shaped fucking end. Yeah. And it was like a training video in case. Someone comes at you with a knife or something like that. You could pin them down or up against a wall. And there's like three other fools that also, that also had them. So all of them were like holding them in different parts of their body. So that way he doesn't fucking like slash you or shit. It was pretty funny. But like if if you don't have the strength to pin them down, they could just... It just slap the shit That's out. That's it. Yeah. And the last one, continuing my theme of cooler weapons that were created back in the day, we have the Chakram. Now this weapon looks... Something like a D&D fantasy type weapon that you would look at and you're like, this shit looks like it's from some fantasy game or something. And the weapon is said to have been originated in India and primarily used by the six. And the... the six. 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 Exactly. Six. 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 fuck, bro. So the Chakram were these circular bladed frisbees with a large opening in the middle. And so the Sig warriors would actually wear them around their arms their necks are covered under their turbans. And chakrams were tr traditionally made from either steel or brass and were beaten into the circular ship shape with an anvil. And a typical chakram was about se uh, 15 centimeters in diameter and depending on the material can be thrown up to 50 meters if they were steel or 100 meters if they're made of brass. And also depending on the combat style would determine the way the chakram would be thrown. If it was one a one-on-one -on -one close combat type of thing, it would be thrown horizontally, and if it was uh, kind of 
multi-large troops. It would be thrown vertically. The reason being is to avoid hitting any of your allied troops that are left or on the right of you. Now it's important to know that the Warrior Six had any of these chalk, many of these chakrams on deck because they're kind of like a one and done type of deal, much like throwing stars. So once you throw it, like it's not a fucking boomerang, it's not gonna come back to you and shit, or like freaking Captain America Shield. Yeah. You just chuck that shit <laughs> and hope that it. it you just cross your fingers and hope for the best. Yep, basically. And like I mentioned earlier, the six would actually wear these on their arms or necks, or, or their neck, and it would be uh, almost like an on offensive shield, where if there was like a close-to-close -close hand combat or whatever, that if anyone got near them, they could use that as like, not only as a shield, but it could freaking harm them or cut them if they get close enough, or like use it as like a, in, in the attempts of them grappling you or whatever. You yeah, when they try to wrestle, shield. they could just fucking Exactly. Boop. Now, if you want to learn how to use these weapons, they actually still exist to this day. There's some fucking websites that I found that you can actually buy them. Like, one of them costs like 120 bucks or some shit like that. Damn, I hope shop it in like, six, like, 50, like 40 bucks. We'll get them. <laughs> and if you want to learn how to throw these, there's actually a fucking YouTube video. Not gonna lie, I actually found a YouTube video showing seven ancient techniques that you could do chakram throwing. Was that the video that you were Yeah, that's the one that I was referencing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you just want to see any of this, just go on YouTube. Not just playing. Go, <laughs> go on Instagram. Go on Instagram. Weird history. Weird tales pod. Um, yeah, if you guys haven't noticed, our Instagram has been on a roll lately. Most thanks to Sonia, who's literally here sitting Sonia. with us, so recording, recording us. She's she's done more work in those last two weeks than I have done in the last five years when it comes to the Instagram. So thank you for that. Those posts are. I'm I'm learning. I'm like, oh shit! And I'm and I did the episode. I'm learning more <laughs> from your post than I did from the fucking episode. I'm like, see, oh, Sony, we we uh we say a lot of things, and uh, we always, remember most of it. We don't remember most. Of luckily, it. yeah, we we've been pretty lucky of like not saying the same shit a couple of times. I mean, we do, but we reference it because we know. What do you mean, same so, shit? Like, like, like we have so many fucking episodes that we could easily have forgotten the episode that we did. And do another one exactly like it. Oh, those are all our vampires episodes. It's the same thing, <laughs> just set in different orders. It's the same shit, just, just set in different orders. Like, you know what I the heard? The end is the beginning, the I beginning heard, is the end. I heard end. this shit of fucking episode three. Well, that's a plan, bro. That's right? a plan. We fucking read it. Well, I heard this right here. Let me listen to this episode. Make sure, blah, blah, blah. And there oh, it is. We, we fucking review. hate podcasts like that, bro. Yeah? That's us. That's, that's us. Like, what? Jig us up. Jig us up. <laughs> Should we tell them? No, that's us. So, yeah. you know this episode we're doing right now? It's episode four. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. shit. Nah, but those are some freaking like Moses said we're gonna pitch in to get that the chakra we're all gonna be just chucking right. it who's gonna get cut first probably me yeah yeah not me just taking out the box from the get go just from the, <laughs> just, just from the go and there goes your finger just from the go yeah well next we got bullets and a, a, a weapon called a microwave blaster. I'll save that one for last. But these bullets, these bullets are known as Exacto bullets, and it's acronym for Extreme Accuracy Task Ordinance. And it's a sniper rifle, to be more exact. So this program or uh -huh. these bullets, Exacto, um, they have something what's called fire and forget, okay. which is 
like a guidance system that you use for missiles. So okay. missiles. So like a predator missile, like in Call of Duty, stuff like that, where you right. launch a missile and then you're able to control it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but put that on a bullet. Bro, this motherfucking shit is that's Yandu. Some, that's some curved shit, bro. That's some wanted shit. That's the shit was that's yeah, that's true. Was curving bullets. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And um the Exacto is a sniper rifle firing smart bullet being developed for DARPA, which stands for the uh, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Now, this new 50 cal gun and improved scope could employ, just like I stated, the fire and forget technologies guiding the bullet after shooting. So that's crazy. And it has other other technologies. Uh, again, the projecto guidance, all those stuff, blah, blah, blah. Hey, these motherfuckers are cocky as fuck. They said f fire and forget. Yeah, fire and forget. Sounds like a fucking infomercial. <laughs> Call us 1-800-DO-THE-FIRE-AND-FORGET. You just got to fire and forget. Some black dynamite shit. I threw that shit before I got into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's some black dynamite. And it, it is estimated um, availability at the time was 2015. The project started in 07, I think, or 08. And they still not out? they projected. 2015, bro. Call me tits, bro. I'm oh, it's not that you were done. I was like, we're 2022. <laughs> it's been out, bro. We're going to get a case. <laughs> so DARPA test fired the Exacto in early 2014 and released the video of the demonstrations in July 2014. Um, the exact technologies used in bullets were not really revealed, 100%, but the Exacto uses a real-time optical guidance system with no visible fins or other steering mechanism on bullet illustrations. So it was all raw. Where you see the sniper shoot, boop, you see it move. You see that shit? You see it move. You see it move. And it's swerving? That shit's swerving. It just starts moving like a cartoon character. Here. It confuses the guy who's going to get shot. He's like, oh, I'm trying to, <laughs> try to catch it in the air. He's trying to dodge that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, so the footage released showed the rifle intentionally aiming off target so the bullets could correct their flight path. Exacto technology, it's, um, it's claimed to markedly extend the day and night time range of current sniper systems. Dude, if I had like, I'd fuck with people. I'd like shoot at them and like just, <laughs> boop, just have it be like, oh, like trying. Well, to, you like, can't fucking pause a bullet. You can't just a boop and then. That's not how it works. Oh yeah, you're right. imagine you're just walking. <laughs> Come away. down, Magneto. What the fuck? Oh, you're you're walking away. You just shoot, and they're like, "You miss? Did I?" Check your the dick. back. It goes, it goes around the world once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so the Exacto program completed another round of live fire tests in February 2015 mm. in the test and experienced shooter, right? The actual sniper um, used, a, uh, used the guided rounds to track and hit a moving target several times. Videos show the bullets maneuvering in flight to achieve hits. Additionally, right, an inexperienced, right, someone who... Who's um well most would say has a, a dick experience in shooting, dog dick to be exact when it he's comes to firearms. Really bad. He's right. He's, he's really bad. He's dick, really bad he's at shooting. Dick at the sniper. He's dick at the sniper. <laughs> Short. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know. I, I, was, I would say like short barrel dick or some shit, but you know, it. it Short dick energy. Uh, sure, sure. It's called baby dick energy. Ba oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. So, like I said, an experience. Inexperienced shooter use a system and was still able to hit the moving target. Imagine the so fuck with him that didn't tell him. He's like, "Holy shit, I hit!" I'm like, Bob, relax. We're controlling the bullet. You still, <laughs> you still dog dick. Yeah. So which is scary. Like, 
this is like real life hacks, right? Yeah. You literally got real life mods into the system now. Right? Any experienced shooter, shooting 50 cal sniper, is still able to hit the target. Did they talk about like how you have to be a certain amount of distance for yes. it to actually activate? Because you, you, you can't just be like right here and it just. Yeah. No, no, Bro, if, you, if you need <laughs> guidance, you need some fucking CIA intelligence program guidance to try to shoot somebody from four feet away. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that shit. <laughs> true, true, true. If you need a multi-billion dollar defense program to help you kill somebody with a gun three feet away. Millions. You better go back trying to fucking you go back go back to square one and try to get those cats to listen to you. <laughs> so in mid 2016, okay. Russia, right? Oh, Russia no. revealed that it was they were developing something similar to oh, the exacto bullet. And going back to your question, I was like, how yeah. far the distance uh, of the smart bullet can travel? Yeah. And it was designed to hit targets at a distance of up to 10 kilometers, which is 6.2. Miles. Holy shit, bro! So, six to six point two miles. So I didn't realize yeah. bullets could even go further than a mile to like actually hit a target. Bro, but at that target, you could just lie and be like, "Yeah, I hit it." Well, you gonna walk the six miles to check? That's well, true. yeah. I'm, that's I'm, true. I'm, <laughs> Imagine the military being like, "That's too far." We're gonna say they did. Hey, how about we just bomb that fucking area? <laughs> bro, <laughs> all right, cool, cool. What a, what a coincidence that we've been working on this shit since two thousand seven. And then we have a, we released footage of it in 2015, 2014. And then a year later, Russia's like, oh, we got it too. <laughs> uh, we got it too. It's a Russian thing to say, bro. Yeah, like, uh, us too. Uh, uh, we got it too. Cold War, bro. They just panicked. Like, just, uh, uh, we got it too. <laughs> nah. They're like, put, nah. put it, what do we say? We have it too. I know what to say. I know what to say. He goes on cameras like, you guys have it too? Like he's trying to make it seem like they had it before. Oh. He looks into the camera. Oh. <laughs> so these Russian dance. Anyway, uh, up next we have the microwave blaster, also known as the hot active. pocket. Yes, yeah, a hot the hot pocket. The hot pocket. pocket. No, it's not. Why is it hot? Because it blasts the microwave. Blows up in the microwave. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. But no. Microwave blaster. Yeah. So that's just not the actual name. It's just, it's, it's a little, yeah. So the actual name is called the Active Denial System, ADS for short, which yeah. is a non-lethal Hold directed me. energy. So going back to your sun gun, it's kind of similar, but not because it's like radiation. Oh, fuck. And, uh, you know, you get fucked, you know. He said ADS, my dyslexia kicked in, and I heard AIDS. I was like, it's called AIDS? <laughs> yeah. No, ADS. I know. Yeah, but you just I'm added stupid. the aisle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's really on E. You're on E. You're on E. Or stupid, either way. Mm -hmm. um, so this weapon was developed by the U.S. military, designed for area denial. So picture like a, you know, like, um, you don't want some people coming to a certain angle, whatever. You right. shoot those fucking waves at that certain perimeter. Um, and they're also known, they were used also for crowd control. Oh, okay. um, until this day, it's still being used in certain uh, facilities, uh, correctional facilities, so like jails, stuff like that. What the which fuck? I'll talk about. Wait, hold on, bro. I spaced out a little bit. Is someone holding a microwave or something? <laughs> no, it's just pointing it at. No, people. bro. <laughs> sure, sure. It's it's someone's holding. Uh, it's a team of four like guys. Cool microwave and, and <laughs> hey, then, those shits are deadly, bro. Hey, two minutes for all right. Boop, boop, Put boop. two minutes. Oh, I mean, you don't you don't open up a microwave, so imagine I mean, you do. No, but that's a that's a great like question. Someone, I'm just picturing somebody holding like crowd controlling 
Someone runs outside with a fucking microwave. Two minutes. It's actual noise that fucking dis- uh, the plate discombobulates the, the, the plate's too big. And it's hitting crowd's the like, what are you doing? He's like, don't worry, you have cancer now. All right, I kind of fucked up by saying it was a microwave blaster. The, the actual thing is called active analysis. No, but that's that's that's, but like that's pretty the, much the coin, that's how yeah. they coined the term, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you fuck. See, but now, but now, now, now everyone's his mind. Yeah. Not, I know not just me. People listening to they're like, holy shit, they got the, now they're using fucking microwaves as weapons. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I I knew it. I knew that she was giving me cancer. Hell yeah. And uh, again, it, it's 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 it was used for crown control and aerial deny and informally. Informally, the weapon is also called the heat ray as well, since it nice. works by heating the surface of targets, uh, such as skin as targeted human beings. Um, excuse me, the ADS milliliter wave energy works on a principle similar to a microwave oven. But what is so it? Is exciting. it like an actual gun? Is it a gun yeah, ray? Well, How's it look? Is it well, a microwave? There's he's some. Like, he's like, so it's, he's when like, it comes, a box with the door. <laughs> It opens from the front. So when it comes to crowd control, when you're dealing with a fuck ton of people, right. it's mounted on top of a truck. Okay. It looks like a, like an armored truck. Okay. And do you know those? Is it um, like an antenna? Picturing no. a warhog. So I remember those uh, like gamers how how they have the 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 lights stuck to the wall. They look like diamond shapes. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. So it's like that, but it's a oh. big mounted on it, which emits these microwave or these waves. What is it? Describe it to me. It's just a panel of lights. Oh, like a spotlight type of thing? Uh, c- kind of. I'll, okay. I'll show pictures okay, of it okay. in a bit. And, um, I like my microwave idea better. Just someone holding a microwave. Yeah. Just killing pe- giving people, just blasting ah, people. Cancer! Just, just give- <laughs> you got cancer. You got cancer. It's like, you might not be dead now. But you will. But you will be. <laughs> then three to seven. <laughs> from three to seven. All right, so the radiation burns caused are similar to microwave burns, mm-hmm. uh, but only on the skin surface due to the decreased penetration of shorter millimeter waves. So, again, this is non-lethal, so it's meant to not penetrate completely right. um, uh, through your skin. So, so, you, so you're getting a mean tan. It's, it's a mean burn. comfortable, bro. Yeah, it's a burn. So the surface temperature of a target will continue to rise so long as it being, is still being applied. Okay. All right. I can just picture someone using it and it's non lethal and it doesn't really hurt. And people are just like, ow. <laughs> like the rest, they're just pointing at people and people are just like, ow. Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, but they're like, it doesn't stop them. And like, it doesn't hurt enough for them to stop. It's just it's slightly just uncomfortable. Which is irritating. Like, so they're riding, they're just like, ow. And they just keep riding. It's like ow. A, it's like a mosquito just See, biting. See, with a fucking microwave. <laughs> <laughs> but he has to stop because the cord is like only like four feet. Yeah. He runs too far, disconnects. <laughs> Cancer, gone. Done. Mission complete. So most human test subjects reach their pain threshold. Check this out. Most human test subjects reach their pain threshold within three seconds. Damn. One. They must have been testing only bitches in. Three. <laughs> Ow. Three? And none could endure more than five seconds. Shit. Starts hurting at three. You start dying at five. Well, you don't. You don't. Die. Well, I, I guess if you if you if, if you keep on going, full body blast and yeah, maybe. Um, a spokesman for the Air Force Research Laboratory described his experience as a test as a test subject for the system. This is what 
um, the uh, the spokesman had to say. He was like, whack. He's like, I'm a bitch, and I dropped to my knees. No, I'm just kidding. So for the first millisecond, it just felt like the skin was warming up. Millisecond. All right, then it got warmer and warmer, and you felt like it was on fire. Hell yeah. But as soon as you're away from that beam, your skin returns to normal, and there is no pain. Wait, what? Yeah. So the pain yeah. only Last lingers yeah. when it's being applied. Right. The second you, you know, get away like from the beam, right, you revert back to being normal. Hence why it, it, it's, it's being used in, in gels and other. So, right. so all I need uh, is just a sweater and I'm good? No, because um, they have the whoever's operating these, they have the different intensity. They yeah, intensity. Better. So if you are wearing certain stuff, they could just high, hire that shit up. High heat, popcorn, pizza. Pizza, popcorn, defrost. Are those all the noises it's making? Hey, bro. I'm starting to think you need a new microwave for making all the noises. Yeah, that was uh, the microwave blaster, also known as active denial system. So, form, well, professional denial so, yeah. Bro, I want that bullet. Do you? Yeah. Bro, I want that bullet coming out of my umbrella gun. Oh! oh. Genius. Yeah. So, it's Genius. the bullet with the scope. It, so, they go hand in hand. So, what's so what's controlling? Is it the scope that controls yeah. it? Yeah. Is it like so, a laser where the... Kind of like a... So, I don't know the exact... Like, no, it? well, the thing is, oh yeah, they're not gonna explain. There's it. no visible, like lighting on it, so which is great, right? Because when you shoot it, you don't see a laser like tracking it. So that way, your yeah. enemy doesn't yeah, see. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, oh, she's about to but, get hit. Yeah, I don't know, but what? How, I mean, obviously, they're not gonna release how it works. But I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if the scope has some. It's probably like an infrared. No, yeah, 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 it's an infrared light that the light that the bullet tip has probably has to follow or something. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're legit asking how it works. No, I'm just asking out loud, like how it would work. Yeah. Like, what yeah. controls the, the, yeah, the like trajectory of what, the fucking bullet? Yeah, like, yeah. how can I use it to make somebody dance? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If there, was a, if there was a weapon, any of these weapons, or not even have to be any of these, is there a secret weapon that you wish you could get your hands on? Mm. As, as cartoonish as it sounds. But, like, anything that has to do with a car. I fucking love just weapons on fucking cars. Yeah, like fucking rocket launchers the side, or oil slick in the back. What was that game for the GameCube? Spy Hunter. Spy What's it called Spy Hunter? Yeah, we're just yeah. driving that Corvette Stingray. Yeah, and it has all those fucking gadgets on it. Hell yeah! I don't know. This is my well, favorite part about fucking Double Seven. There's all those shits. The fucking Karyuks. The, the Karyuks. Yeah. You? X-ray vision. The X-ray goggles. Okay. But is that considered a weapon though? I'll give you cats. Are those were those were those spy cats a weapon? That's true. Facts. See, damn. Facts. It got me. Got me. Shit. Got me. Shit. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I want. Bat bombs. I'm sticking with bat <laughs> bombs. Bat bombs. Sticking with bat bombs. I I would love, but not love, to see the fucking the sun mirror play out. That's a scary. That's a scary. Like that's find some, out. That's some Elon shit. That is some Elon shit. That's some shit. Elon's like, oh yeah, I've been working on it for like the last fifteen years. You think if they actually tested it out, they'll probably be like, let's point it at the moon, see what happens. No, because the moon's fake. Oh, how's it fucking fake? 
It's hollow. It's cardboard, dude. You, you only see. One it's side. a picture of the sky. Yeah, it's a big ass poster. <laughs> it's a poster. He fucking it, says. It, it just—it's almost pointing to stop. <laughs> yeah, but stop. Yeah, but you know. That was it. That was the episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, some of these were more ridiculous than others. Um, I, don't, I, I, I can't find anything more ridiculous than cat spies. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. No. The, the, the fact that they thought they were going to be able to make spies out of cats. That's pretty ridiculous. Now they put $10 fucking million dollars onto figuring out, you know what? Cats don't listen. You, you think $10 million was anything? I felt like $10 million was chump change. What, what year was it? 1960s. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that's like all the money in the world. It's like almost a billion. Okay. I don't know about all the money. That's money. money. They use everybody's money. Everyone's money. Everyone's the whole, <laughs> everyone, the whole everybody, world. Everybody's money. Everyone was at zero. At why do you think we went to? V- why do you think we had the Vietnam War right after? We needed money. Yeah. Yes, because of the, the cats. The, the heads. Cats. The heads of the, the fucking CIA was like, all right, bro. Everyone pitching a dollar. If everybody, if if everybody in the in the United States gave us one dollar, I'd. Guarantee you, I could get you some cat spies by the end next week. You know <laughs> for sure. You know who you remind me of being pissed about cats? Conquer's Bad Fur Day, the Grim Reaper. You know oh, how he, he hates hated fucking cats. cats. He hated cats because there was like like these like fish cats. Okay. And I don't know if you ever played Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Do you, you know what Conquer's Bad Fur Day is? No. The N64 game. No. With a with a very naughty squirrel. You yeah. sit. Wait, is that what it is? I remember that fucking video. Because I was thinking like fucking... Uh, I'll show the video after this. So. What's that fucking bear and someone Magic else? Kazooie? That one. I was thinking uh, about that shit. No, nah, no. Nah, no, but I know who you're talking about now. So, yeah. So, this yeah. character called Green Reaper. He fucking hates cats. Yeah? <laughs> it's a squirrel with like a, another chick squirrel, no? That looks like a lot like... Like Lola? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that Bro, fucking that video. that game. Let's go. Is it like rated M? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And Nintendo made it. And I was like, this shit looks like a cartoon. Why is it rated M? Yeah. Well, it's rated M because you have to bounce on some huge sunflower titties. You're kidding me. base. No fucking way. Another another level another level was you were inside this shit village and a piece of sh- and a huge shit monster would come out and it would throw peanuts at you because, you know, shit has peanuts. <laughs> yeah. And Conquer would swear a lot. Everyone would swear. And then oh, Nazi yeah. teddies. And so Nazi they had Nazi teddies, and he was a drug, and he was an alcoholic. Wait, fucking titties monster. or teddies? Teddies, teddy bears, teddy oh, bears. bears. They were the, they're called Nazi teddies, yeah. whereas the Nazis were teddy bears. Instead of Germans, they were teddy bears. They were yeah. teddy bears, and they were scary because they were like half robots. I want to talk to these creators and be like, why, how, and thank you, <laughs> and thank you. Shake their hand and be amazing. like, thank you. Bro, it was amazing. It was a fun game. It was a fun, it was game. A fun it was game. game. There was vampires. They did a lot of like. This is ridiculous. What the mm. fuck? They had so, a- so the is it homage or what's homage? Homage yeah. is uh, yeah. So like you're you're so the so the campaign had a lot of references of like real life or, or like renowned movies. Okay. So the Matrix was applied into it. Aliens, it was uh, aliens, Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor. It was like a scary was movie as a video game. Dude, yeah, it was amazing. But it was it was great. It was great, yeah. especially when you're like 14. Yeah, because that's all you wanted. You wanted freaking. Yeah. Spin offs of shit. Yeah, like like this motherfucker. Like he's like a squirrel, and your mom thinks it's a cute game because it, it's it looks cute as shit. Yeah, yeah. Your mom she don't she don't speak English. She's like, oh, it's a cute game. She doesn't realize that Conker's you know trying to fucking fuck this prostitute behind this bar, yeah. but he can't because the sunflower with big ass titties is being bothered by some bees. 
So he, she, she, didn't, she didn't know what's going on. I don't know what was going on. I just know what was going on. I liked. I don't know what was going on, but I liked it. <laughs> How old were you when you played this fucking game? I was still in middle school. How were you? So I'm four years younger, so I was in elementary. <laughs> Killing some Nazi teddy bears. Did you fucking? How'd you get this game, bro? How dare we get this game? God. <laughs> I feel like the only way you're able to get those games is like freaking you rent that shit. No, we we actually owned it. We yeah, all we did. We still have it. Yeah, uh, we owned it. Abraham owned it. Sora owned it. So we used to play multiplayer a lot because it was multiplayer mode in it. Which oh, was great. Okay. Which was dope as hell. Yeah. But we all had one rule: no bazookas. Because that was a that was a cheating weapon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so, you're so slow. Walking so the, slow. And they did a remake for. So this was the N64, and they did a remake. It's called Congress Freddy Live and Reloaded uh-huh. for the original Xbox. And man, she was trash. They yeah. talked. They talked because it was all multiplayer. It wasn't uh, like no campaign. So it's almost player. They talked fun. about it. That remake was supposed to be part two. Yeah, of Conquest by Friday. Yeah, but they never did any storyline. So yeah, they yeah they finished the story. They had it, they started it and then halfway through, Microsoft's like, "No, nah, we'll just do a remake instead." Damn. Damn. Because Conquest by Friday, that game was going to come out at the very end of the Xbox life cycle, and they're like, "We're not going to spend all this money on a game on the last days of the Xbox life cycle." So like, we'll just do a remake on it and we'll call it a day. Yeah. But the directors and the writers, they said they had a full game. It was going to be called A Conqueror's Other Bad Fur Day. Uh, nice. And it was because in the end, because in, in the movie Conquer Die, in the game Conquer Dies, uh-huh. and the game takes place with um, the Panther King telling a story to somebody of Con- of, uh, of Conquer's Other Bad Day, which is like the week, what, what happened the week before. And it's just a whole. Clusterfuck of clusterfuck. Ex- experience. Yeah, yeah but speaking, yeah, but speaking of clusterfucks, today we lost one of the goats. Yeah, man. Go, go, Power Ranger. <laughs> he went. He went. He, you know, he took the words literally. Go, go, and he went. <laughs> Supposedly, from what I've been reading, it was suicide. And if you guys don't know, I'm talking about Jason Frank, the amazing Green Ranger, the only Ranger from. Mighty Morphin that was still rangering. The only ranger that made it past season two. <laughs> they made it past. You know what? Facts. Facts. Yeah, he was the only one. He continued. He was throughout. He went from Green Ranger to the White Ranger to all the way up to Lord Draco or Lord Draco. Yeah. Dracone. I forgot. Yeah. To so Red Ranger also? He, yeah. He was also I, Red Ranger. That, what came first? The Mighty Morphin? Or there was another Power Rangers that they all had like. It, it looked boo-boo as fuck. Like boo-boo ass costumes. But it was like this, the same thing as Mighty Morphin. Here in the U.S.? Yeah, here in the U.S. Because Tommy was the Red Ranger at one point, and it, they look like, it almost looked like a regular spacesuit, and they all had like just different shapes. Oh, that's, a, that's season two. That's season two? That was the second oh, okay. iteration of the Power that's Rangers in space. Because one of them had like a star. Yeah. One of them had like an oval or shit yeah. like that. Yeah, those were, yeah. yeah. That was no, season two. Twa. The second second generation. And then Moses twa. was telling us, Twa. And Moses was telling us earlier that these fucking scenes were long as shit. Apparently, the what? The seasons? Yeah, season the the Mighty Morphin was how many seasons? Uh, the first I don't know how, wh- whatever it was, but the fir- the th- the three seasons we know of, the ones with all the with all the Power Rangers, yeah, yeah. is like two hundred and something episodes. So each season's like six, seventy episodes. Fucking a. Today we get a we're we're, we're happy we get a ten episode. Yep. Fucking season. Yep. Back then it's like all right, we'll give you one season. 800 episodes, you got seven years to make it work. Yeah. That was like, you got 10 minutes, go. <laughs> you got 10 minutes, go. Damn. Crunch time, bitch. Yeah. 
Fact. There's there's a beautiful documentary on it called on Netflix that dedicates a whole episode to it. It's like an hour long. It's called the TV shows that made us. Oh yeah, I remember that they, fucking shit. They have they have a whole episode on Power Rangers. The, well, it's it's it sticks it stays with the Power Rangers toy line. Okay. Oh, I think it's the toys that made us, and they oh. talk about the Power Rangers toy line. But but it references tell, the show. Well, they have to tell the story of how the show was made. Right. And like they tell they tell you how many times it got rejected, about a bunch of shit. They and talk how, about how fucking how they didn't really pay the fucking actors as much. Yeah, how they were. Yeah, how they were talking about. There's a famous, there was a famous, like, quote uh-huh. from Kimberly and Billy. They said it was at the height of the Power Rangers where everything, we were billboards, we were on TV, we uh-huh. were doing everything. She says, I remember, I, uh, she said, I remember having to do a, a morning radio TV show uh-huh. after that. We had to go do some signings, uh-huh. and then after that, me and Billy had to split a cab to go to our night jobs. Yep, Damn. that's ridiculous, as bartenders. Bro. That's ridiculous. No, I would have never thought. <laughs> hey, aren't I, you on that billboard? Yeah, just, just the fuck up. What do you want? Drink? What do you want? What do you want? Dumb what? fuck. Well, uh, I'm a, I wanted a pink lemonade. Here, I can do blue. And you were um a pink ranger. I'd assume you know what a fucking pink lemonade is, bitch. <laughs> Give me, give me attitude. Why don't you, why don't you mighty move your way back and give my fucking pink lemonade? Poor Rangers, man. Yeah, poor Rangers. Yeah, but but thank you, thank you. The yeah, fucking yeah. green Tommy, bro, he killed himself. Supposed to be suicide. It, it's yeah. been confirmed, or those are still the no. The, uh, my the cousin ledge. Fernando, he said he was sending, he was sending me articles. I'm like, what the fuck? For real, he died, and he kept sending me shit. Yeah. And a lot of them say that it's reported to suicide. So they don't know if it's accidental, know, like you know, like Keith Heath Ledger, he took too much of something, or if he went out like, he, like know. on purpose suicide or yeah. just suicide by accident. accident. Yeah. So that's still not known, but he, I mean, you know, you you literally never know because you know if you follow him on Instagram, he was always smiling, he was always giving, yeah. you know. But it's, it's usually it's those people. Yeah. You know, it turns out to you know like fucking Robin Williams. Uh, God R. damn R. it, fucking goat, bro, bro, the fucking goat. That's just that crazy. That should hit me. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be fucking Tommy. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be Tommy. Because it was different. He was built different. Well, he had long hair. It was the 90s. It looked cool. But he also had the fucking... He was skinny as shit. He was like... <clears throat> he looked like a football player. Oh, like... Oh, oh the shoulder pads? Oh, the shoulder you mean like him as a ranger? Yeah. yeah oh, fuck right. yeah. And then when he white ranger with the Saban, with the little sword, with the... Yeah. Go, bro. How? How? Amazing. I want to hear that shit. You know what? Put that shit in the episode. I'm going to put on. Yeah, you know what? That. Give me a good idea. You better put that shit at the end. After this, I'm going to watch the the Power Ranger movie, the one where they skydive off the plane. Oh, Mr. Ooze? Oh, fucking Mr. Ooze. Dude, I still had that shit on VHS, bro. Holy shit. I still had that shit on VHS. Do you have a a, a VCR? Yes, we do. Oh. We have a fucking VCR, bro. Bro, speaking. Bro, yeah. my sister asked me the other day if I could buy her a CD player. I wanted a fucking. I was driving. We were coming back from buying my mom some gifts for for her birthday a few weeks ago. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you know, if I, because I told her if she wants something. Yeah. I'm trying to teach her. I'm like, all right, save up half of it. Yeah. And I'll be and I'll pitch in the other half. Right. 
and try to show her responsibility or you know, whatever. Yeah, and she's like, oh, she wanted it. And she's like, oh, I, I'm like, was there anything you want? She's like, yeah, I want a CD player. Bro, I wanted to open the fucking door for my car and kick her the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, why do you want You have Spotify on your phone right now. Any song you want us to do, put it on. She's like, it's not the same. I'm like, I know this is better. <laughs> I'm like, you think you want a CD player until you have it in your pocket and you take a, a, a step too hard and it fucking skips. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and she's like, no, 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 they make new ones where it says you know, where it says anti-skip. But that shit don't work. You want anti-skip? You have it. It's in your phone. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> I'm paying for that shit $15 a month. I told her, you know what? I'm going to delete. If, if, if I get you a CD player, I'm deleting goddamn Spotify. For phone. She's like, no, 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 no. I still want Spotify. I was like, no, fuck you. You know what? If I get it... I'm going to get her a flip phone, too. Fuck it. While you're at it? Oh, fuck it. Pager. Fuck it. Singular wireless. Damn. Singular I'm, wireless? I don't know how we get a singular Bro, wireless that one. company is GG. They turned it to T-Mobile? That's true. That's true. That's true. Or T-Mobile bought it. I don't know, man. This has been too long. So, the, the episode ended like 45 minutes ago. We've been rambling <laughs> on. But thank you guys, as always. I know this episode is a few weeks. It's, it's a little late. We took a little long. But, you know, our schedules have been fucked recently. My my shit keeps changing. My, But, you know, we're starting... We're, we're getting, we're trying to get into the new, trying to find rhythm of how we're gonna start recording new things. Yeah. And you know, things, you know, the saving grace has been Sonia, where she's been on Instagram, she's been helping us out, making posts, making sure you guys don't fucking forget about us. Hopefully, you guys have been looking back and listening to those old episodes. Hell yeah. You know, because you know they're there. Yeah. Might as well <laughs> listen to them. Yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're there. So, um, you know, listen, we're out. Yeah. So, you know, thank you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you if you guys have any topics you guys want to listen to, if you guys have any topics you want that you want us to ruin for you, just let us know. Share them. We'll gladly ruin and anything also, you d- want to know. Depending on how you feel about this episode, go yeah. ahead and what, what was our, our yeah, yeah. listener's name? If you like it, Ortega, you're welcome. If you don't like it, it was you know Ortega, just, right? It was a listener. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just listen to the beginning of the episode. You guys know what it is. Thank you guys, and as always. You're the mighty morphin. How? Go, go. <laughs> <laughs>